0: Good morning to all. Thank you so much for joining Appamada Inquiry today. Um, Flint is um, uh, traveling, and uh, he has arranged for some folks to be able to take his place for some of the week- weeks that are are coming up. So, and I'm I'm uh, I am sitting in his seat today, which is a very um, bracing kind of prospect um anyway i'm so glad you're here let's sit together uh, for about 15 minutes and uh, in about five minutes after some more people join us i'll have a few more uh, uh, i have a few words of, of guided or guidance for the meditation
1: you <clears throat> <clears> Thank <throat> you. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: It's wonderful to be able to sit with you in such stillness. Um, I want to offer some advice suggested by Robert Rosenbaum in his new book, That Is Not Your Mind, Zen Reflections on the Surangama Sutra. He quotes the Indian teacher Tilopa, who lived about a thousand years ago, in what Tilopa called six pieces of of advice or six words of advice. For sitting, he suggests. Don't recall. Let go of what has passed. Don't imagine. Let go of what may come. Don't think. Let go of what is happening now. Don't examine. Don't try to figure anything out. Don't control. Don't try to make anything happen. Rest. Relax right now and rest. In Rosenbaum, Links these to Dogen's instructions for meditation. Do not think good or bad. Do not judge true or false, right or wrong. Give up the operations of mind, intellect, and consciousness. Stop measuring with ideas, thoughts, and views. <clears> Thank <throat> you. Please join me in saying the Robe Chant three times. Vast is the Robe of Liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Vast is the Robe of Liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Again, for for joining, Mapamada Inquiry today, I want to thank Maria for being our online monitor. Uh, she and the others who perform this role are this is such a wonderful service for the sangha. And I, I just am feeling very strongly that I'm being held in this cloud, this cloud of loving kindness and generosity and, and forbearance too. It's a wonderful thing to be able to to join you today. Um, I also want to thank Peg. I've lost Peg's window on the screen here. There she is. I see that Peg is sitting in the kitchen at what used to be her house at the Appamata Zendo in Austin. Uh, Peg, I don't know if you can unmute, but I'm gathering that you must have been trapped by weather in in Austin. Uh,
2: Yes, yes. Um, That My flight was canceled. Uh, I knew this was coming, so I rescheduled for Friday.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Well, uh, okay. so I have a few reflections I want to offer on um, kind of taking off from what the um, the instructions from Tilopa before. Don't recall, don't imagine, don't think, don't examine, don't control rest relax right now and rest these are wonderful words but i I, reading them i'm also reminded of the the first teachings of the buddha that um, the first noble truth or the first step on the path as it's sometimes called translated by tanisaro bhikkhu the first noble truth is now this monk is the noble truth of stress Birth is stressful. Aging is stressful. Death is stressful. Sorrow, lamentation, pain, distress, and despair are stressful. Association with the with the unbeloved is stressful. Separation from the from the from that which is loved is stressful. Not getting what is wanted is stressful. In short, the five clinging aggregates are stressful. the Buddha's definition leans heavily on the effects of what external events have on us birth, aging, sickness, death. I want to add that since we have bodies and minds, we inhabit the present, and that means we are navigating a shifting and sometimes hostile environment, but always shifting. At the same time, our minds are operating, whether we like it or not, our minds are constantly evaluating the past, although that evaluation may take place far below the level of conscious thought. And simultaneously, planning to avoid. Uh, our minds are planning to avoid mistakes and to keep us fed and f- sheltered in the future and moving forward to pass along the genetic instructions that created our bodies. Every moment of existence, combining all these uh, different currents is a kind of stress. I think it's true for us as humans, it's true, certainly true for other primates and uh, mammals, and I imagine that it's true for all forms of life, even as, simi- as seemingly simple as amoebas and bacteria, which have to take in subsidence, sustenance, nince, excuse me, uh, to maintain a boundary with the world and to reproduce. And um, you know, so here is, Lofa saying, don't plan, don't uh, try and figure things out, uh, don't control. In a way, I think he might as well be saying, uh, don't metabolize food, don't breathe, don't uh, secrete bile from your liver and those other organs. You know? These are simply things that happen and stress is built into the situation in a way that, that I think um, <clears throat> goes beyond even what the Buddha was pointing to. And I, I will add one other thing, language. Uh, here I am, I'm making some sounds using a part of my body uh, that, that I can hear with another part of my body. And I hope that those sounds uh, can connect with you and communicate with you and that that will bind us together in the community or continue finding us together in the community that our that our shared language and history have have built so far. Um, The language is gloriously flexible at conveying ideas and emotions. uh, But it's also a map that can never fully match the territory. Uh, What you hear is conditioned by your past experiences, which almost certainly diverge from mine. So using words and hearing words is a stressful activity. We are we are struggling to make sense out of vibrations that come through the air. So I I talk about this stress uh, and emphasize it so much because of what we are doing in coming together. We are coming together in uh, loving kindness, sympathetic joy, forbearance, and compassion. And it, as, as Peg and Flint have said dozens of times that I've heard, we cannot uh, really control the conditions of our lives. But we have a choice in any moment to be the person that we want to be within those conditions. So that's what I, that's what I am thinking about, that's what I'm practicing with today. And I invite any questions or or reflections on, on where we are today from anyone who wants to come forward. Milda, thank you for raising your hand and coming forward.
3: Hi, Joel. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can. Thank you.
3: And hello everyone. <coughs> as I was listening to you, and thank you. Thank you for taking this seat with um so much that comes with it, so much responsibility and care and love for all of us. And as I was sitting here listening to you, what came up for me is how strange it is, because it is, because we're all connected right now by technology, but despite the technology, how much warmth I feel just sitting here with each of you, just looking at each of you, um, listening to you, Joel, bring forth just the right words to bind us together. And uh, and of course, seeing Peg is so lovely, um, seeing all of you. And I, I just find it how um, lovely that because of technology and yet even in spite of technology, I can actually feel the warmth that comes across this screen. and I'm grateful for that. So grateful.
0: I was I was trying to speak to something like that. Thank you for putting it that way, Nelna, that, that I I feel the same thing that friends, um... Um, I'm my internet went out. I don't know if you can hear me. So I see Joan Harmon has her hand raised. Hi, John. Thank you.
4: Well, I would just like to note what I saw occurred. Uh, You know, as life as it is, uh, you are in charge of today and you were gone. And everyone there here sat in peace and seemed to be recognizing the opportunity. And I looked and the number of participants stayed the same. And I wondered what other Zoom group, people wouldn't have just gone off to do something else. And I just said, this is our Sangha and our, our Sangha practicing. It was, it was a, a beautiful moment. We did miss you though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Joan. You're you're totally right. That's exactly what I'm feeling. So tell me about how things are where you are. Are you in Houston? It looks like No, I'm in from... Austin. You're in and
4: Austin. Uh, it's chilly and Austin has closed down. <clears throat> we had to close down Alpamada. And we haven't gotten the rain. They said we'd get which Always happens, always seems to happen. Uh, but it's uh, a lovely unsnow day.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Chilly, but you know there were lots of accidents, as there are. Austin doesn't handle this weather well. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, Indeed. So. <sighs> Thank you for your your kindness and generosity in stepping forward and in, in uh, being here to share this odd utterly precious moment as this entire universe is unfolding mm-hmm. with us in this in these places at this moment right now
4: and we're together
0: and we're together mm-hmm. thank you robert
5: Okay. I can hear you. Oh, good. Okay. I have a minor question that back to something you said earlier, before the blackout, that I think you'll expand upon. And I don't know who you were quoting. I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of the teacher you were quoting about. Don't think back. Don't plan forward. In all of those instructions, I took that entirely to be pointed at Zazen, at sitting. Not as a life daily practice, and so would you expand on that? As it, your description of it was that we shouldn't, well, not that we shouldn't, but that wasn't meant to be what we do every day. I took it entirely as pointed at sitting.
0: I I agree with you. I I also take that as essentially instructions for sitting, and um, but that but that it also affects how we approach our day-to-day activities and our moment-by-moment choices uh, within our activities, within the unfolding of the universe that we are in and the environment that we are in and um, the automatic stressors that we are embedded within. Um, And that they, that by following these instructions, these words of advice to relax right now and rest, relinquish planning, relinquish figuring things out, all of those things. Um, Those are just helpful guides, just in the same way as Dogen's instructions. Stop thinking about the future. Stop thinking about the past. In fact, think non-thinking, as he says, in a different place. But those are are guide points for just settling into this moment. Um, And the capacity to do that. Uh, can be developed, uh, even within these other things that are pointing out that are that are simply part of our physiology uh, and our, our psychophysiology. Uh, within that, we can take time, we have this human capacity to um, take time to let things settle and to allow uh, a different kind of wisdom to emerge that doesn't come from planning or struggling or being you know, being stressed out those sorts of things that we normally uh, spend a lot of time doing um, and that uh, that's that's the the respite that zazen can offer. It's also the uh, illumination that zazen can offer. I'm just I'm speaking from my personal experience. Mm-hmm.
5: <clears throat> thank you very much. And thanks but, for your that, teaching today. That's yeah. good. Does that
0: seem complete to you, Robert?
5: It does. Okay, thank you. It's hard to leave all those things of life aside. As you said, it's, it's, but I think you explained it very well and I appreciate your teaching.
0: Thank you, Robert. Uh, Nancy Miller? You're unmuted.
2: Hi Joel, I'm I'm from Minneapolis, so I'm from our Awakening Together um, community here in Minneapolis. That we're a pretty new community, but I'm I'm pretty new to the inquiry. I've only done it a few times, but I want to say that while you were gone and while we were sitting waiting. Um, that I kept thinking, do I, feel, do I feel safe here? I don't know most of these people. And I kept waiting for some nervousness or anxiousness to show up. And it was quite lovely to sit with this group of people that I'm yet to get to know. So, um, but what I really wanted to see was thank you for bringing the, um, the thoughts about your physiology kind of, um always being with you and um always being um kind of like active in working to keep us safe you know um, examining the past you know so that they can predict the future and try and you know maneuver into a place that's as safe as possible i'm a i'm a trained somatic therapist and so i i think about that a lot but (coughs) (laughs) Can really put it together as as we're sitting, um, that these things are are happening um, in our bodies all the time, whether we like it or not, and that for the most part they're doing it to keep us alive and to facilitate wellness as as much as possible. Um, but I had a I recently had an experience where. Um, I have a a 50-year-old son who went through some uh, stem cell transplant and he's doing well, but I spent five weeks in a hotel room with him and his beautiful, wonderful wife. And I came out of that experience and it's been about a month now and I'm so exhausted. And this, the The thoughts that you brought today really helped me understand that, that those five weeks I sat, while it didn't feel like I was doing anything, I think my nervous system was working overtime the whole time, Um, partly because I was with my son, who I raised from an infant on, and so trying to stay out of the parent role. but you know feeling like i want a parent and all those things that are happening in my nervous system were amazing and i think that's why i'm so exhausted and i've never really been able to kind of put my finger on it so i really appreciate your your gift today of um of these thoughts as i sit thank you very much
0: well, well thank you nancy and, and i'm glad that you that you joined this group and that that it that you feel safe in in this group I right? it, it's it's been a wonderful gift to me over the last more than a decade that i've been participating with apamata mm-hmm. to to have this community to turn to and the community has gotten so much bigger and livelier you know oddly since the pandemic but yeah. i just, just thinking about what you were describing i just you know would you say that it's stressful to sit with someone you love whose life is in danger?
2: Oh, it's exhausting it's every awesome. day.
0: So it takes it, it takes energy. It takes uh-huh. energy that, that is being used up, whether you know it or not, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, so just really honoring how our biology functions but hadn't really put it into thoughts about sitting zazen um, which has been hard this last month for me as the mind is just uh, so
0: right yeah. but you think of the choice that you made you stayed you yes. stayed with your son and his wife in that in that situation and you made that choice and something some qualities within you sustained you in making that choice right you have that capacity yes. this, uh, a couple weeks ago i i led a weekend very short retreat in which we focused on the lojong slogans hmm. and uh, one of them focused on the three causes number 45 is one that i focused on during this very short retreat period but one of the points that's made in there is um, the three causes, find a good teacher and don't, uh, don't let go of the fact that this, that this is necessary, that, you're, that training in compassion, training in connection with others is necessary for our lives. And finally, recognize that you have you, what you need now that's enormously powerful to me to know as, limit, as as much time as i spend thinking about my own limitations that uh, i have what i need i'm 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 living a human life i have the capacity to connect with others and and in talking today with you i'm learning more about that capacity thank you, thank you. Darcy, welcome.
6: There we go. Okay, Yeah, I can see everyone. Um, yeah, I, uh, I was listening, um, to what you had to say, and uh, I, I felt like I was uh wanted to respond to what robert said but then everything everyone else has said has brought me somewhere else i'm trying to recall now so all these instructions you know i find that what what when i sit every day I just, I just am not capable of bringing them all. (laughs) And so I just bring myself, whatever that is in that moment, you know, and sometimes, and I can relate to uh, Nancy, it's, it's exhaustion, you know, Um, whatever it is, um, the, the thoughts. uh, Sometimes I just recognize it. It's, you know, I'm distracted. And, but it, I need, I need to sit because it replenishes, you know, like I just bring myself back. All that can be there. And I'm learning how to sit like right in the middle of it, whatever it is. And um, I think I wanted to offer it because maybe other people feel like I do sometimes. And that is overwhelmed with, getting it right or whatever and that there just isn't a getting it right there just is it just sitting whatever whatever is going on in me that's what i take and um it's becoming more and more that it's not just when i'm sitting for zazen it's like all day long whatever's going on there is that buddha nature in me that i can go to and everything else can still be going on
0: yeah. Everything else will be going on. <laughs> I know
6: it is. It's, it's, Isn't it's, that it's, the truth? Yeah.
0: Well, can I mean? Here's a kind of question that I think gets a lot of uh, Chan students in trouble when they ask it of a teacher. But can you put your finger on what it is that you go to? or that you experience when you are able to let everything be what it is, and you are seated in meditation and you're able to hold all that? Is there a thing or is it, a, is it an absence of a thing? Is, it a, is there a, a state or a, a vessel that holds everything? Is it, is it possible to put that into words? Oh, you're muted again. Sorry, now I hear you. I
1: I
6: muted myself because my husband's talking in the kitchen right now. Um, Okay, what it is, is just coming back it's not an efforting it's just a coming back and it's it's breathing you know connecting with the breath and it can be while i'm sitting zazen or any any time throughout the day and um it's a commitment to coming back and not pursuing that rabbit hole, whatever it was, you know, because there are the thoughts about the past and they can be terrible. And there is the anxiety about the future and it can be terrible and that's gonna happen. But it's um, it's the bringing myself to Zazen which can happen anytime throughout the day, not just when I'm sitting that state of uh, not clinging to whatever that is
7: and um apologies there darcy sorry to interrupt you joel's just disappeared momentarily oh dear he'll be he'll be back soon really sorry about that here's joel he's back i'll reconnect you in a moment darcy
0: well, I see Marla has raised her hand. Marla, do you want to try and connect in hopes that it will work
7: out? Um, Can I, I just interrupt, Joel? Um, I think Darcy was in the middle of, of um, saying oh. Some, something.
0: Oh, thank things. you so much. So
7: he'd like to continue with Darcy before Marla.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. And Darcy, yes, I, I was afraid that you had finished and that I had cut you off and, and all of that. So
6: I'm not sure when you cut out. Um but i'm I'm happy to be finished, and I thank everyone for for uh, listening and sitting with me. And I just encourage you to comment on any of it that that I said because I was wanting your reflections if you had any, but otherwise I'm, I think i I'm not sure what you heard and what you didn't, Joel. So go ahead.
0: Uh, I- Darcy, I don't, I don't want to make you go through it all again. I didn't hear anything beyond. I heard the end of my question, and then all of a sudden, the screen was frozen, and 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 that. Oh, was, oh,
6: yeah. oh! I have a feeling that everyone else heard it, but you didn't. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Um. So. Well, uh, I,
0: I, let let's let's pass over that. Let me say. But again, what I'm feeling is this cloud, this cloud of generosity and care and, and, and holding everything even when things are not quite working right. And, and I, I, I feel so blessed to know you, Darcy. Thank you. Thank you. Marla?
8: Um, hi, Joel. I just want to um, comment on something that's really striking me about our conversation today and perhaps this observation or this experience is unique to me, but uh, I have read a lot of books by a lot of authors and teachers and leaders and ancestors with guidelines about Zazen. And it's been very helpful to me, but one of the things I've observed in retreats and intensives and practice groups and even in conversations casually with my spiritual friends that I don't remember anyone ever comparing personal techniques or practices around Zazen. And I've always noticed that that didn't happen and thought that it was because it's such a profoundly personal and almost indescribable um, experience to sit Zazen. That and it's completely non competitive, that it's not like, oh, here's what I do, you should try this or <laughs> anything like that. And I'm curious whether I'm the only one who experiences that and, and understands it to be the reason why we don't sit around and chat or ask a lot of questions uh, of each other about, well, what do you try and in Sazen? But it is, it's not like it's a secret because everyone writes about it, but we don't talk about it. And and I, I think that's a beautiful thing that it's beyond discussion on a personal level.
0: Uh, I, you make a very good point. Um, I like instructions every once in a while uh, as as a doorway uh, because uh, I often think, well, I, I, I spend a lot of time kind of evaluating. Am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Um, something that I talked to Peg about in the very first practice discussion I ever had with her. And uh she gave me some advice I'll never forget that has that has a lot to do with my choice of what I've of chosen what I've chosen to talk about today. And she said, you can't do it wrong. Zazen is happening in the body. It is, it is not you doing Zazen. Zazen is it's the universe unfolding and you are participating in it and you can block it by Um, letting your mind wander or whatever, but just come back and you're doing it right. That's, that's all you need to know. And that's been great advice for me. On the other hand, I love hearing um, about meditation techniques that offer doorways into awakening for me. It's like, oh yeah, I, um, I wasn't thinking about uh, this way in which uh, my normal habits of mind might be interfering, and this is a guidepost which can lead me to, to uh, relinquish that or, or, or ease up on that sort of focus. So does that does that make sense to you?
8: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Right. And and it's I think it's delightful to hear people talk about it in a, in a more casual setting than reading a book, um, or whatever. It's, um, but it is profoundly personal for me. I don't think I would be able to describe it, but anyway, thank you for your, for your discussion of that. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Marla. Okay. Well, we're coming close to the, to the end of our time and Maria, I'm kind of, I'm kind of shook up by (laughs) these events. So Let's see what normally we say the the, the four practice principles together. I'm sorry, say again.
7: Yeah, the four practice principles. That's right.
0: Okay, very good. May I ask if you would lead those? Because I have no confidence that I'm going to be connected to the end of <laughs> of uh, of this session, and uh, I'll, I'll just say I'm going to mute myself and. I am profoundly grateful to everyone for participation today. Thank you.
7: Thank you, Joel. Caught in the self-centered dream, only suffering, holding to self-centered thoughts, exactly the dream. Each moment, life as it is, the only teacher, being just this moment, compassion's way. Caught in the self-centered dream, being just this moment compassion's way thank you would you like to say anything joel before we end or Uh, well thank you all so much for being and thank you so much to joel for persevering and continuing to return which is a Um, a symbol of the practice. Just keep returning, keep coming back. And it was a a wonderful example of just don't give up, just keep coming back to the practice. And thank you all so much. And if you'd like to offer Dan, if you feel moved to do so, then please do go to apamada.org forward slash contribute and there you'll see lots of opportunities to make an offering if you if you feel like you'd wish to do that, and if you'd like to continue to connect I don't know about Joel. <laughs> for a further 30 minutes, then please do join myself and others and we'll continue on the part just pop yourself into gallery view and we'll all continue for a while longer, thank you all so much, and thank you all for your patience, thank you really appreciated.